whimper at me and I feel complete Then you come at me like the Wolverine And even though you often turn your back on me Our love goes deeper than a submarine No, I don't want clay dust inside of you Or chemicals in the place you poo In my arms or in your box Our love will be pure World's best cat litter for the world's best cat It was back in the 19th century, exactly in the year 1816, when René Lenick, a French doctor, was walking alone in the Louvre Palace in Paris. The 35-year-old physician and surgeon observed two children playing in the street. They were sending signals to each other using a long piece of solid wood and a pin. One child scratched the pin on one side of the wooden piece and the other child placed his ear on the opposite end of the wooden piece and received the amplified scratching sound of the pin. Lenek loved the idea. He was a gifted musician, not only a physician, and he used to play the flute. Shortly after, Lenek, who was known to be shy, was called to see a lady with suspected heart disease. The lady was young and chubby, So the bashful Linick was reluctant to stick his ears directly to her chest, which was the only way to listen to the heart sounds at that time. In his moment of embarrassment, Linick recalled the observation of the children playing with the wooden sound transmission. This observation inspired his invention of the device, which is now the symbol of physicians, the stethoscope. The first generation of the stethoscope was a rolled tube that had two funnels. One funnel was on the patient's chest and the other funnel was placed on the doctor's ear. He called it the stethoscope from the Greek words stethos meaning chest and scopium means to explore. For 200 years the chest explorer or the stethoscope became essential to any physical examination with different brands and different sound types diaphragms and cones, adults and pediatric. However, the importance of the stethoscope has declined in favor of more sophisticated technologies. In general, clinical skills are dwindling. There has been a constant decline in practitioners' ability to correctly identify heart sounds through auscultation. The accuracy of the trainees in the U.S. in auscultation has become 22%, and it's slightly higher in the fellows. This is no surprise because we are counting more these days on echocardiography, angiography, CT scan, and MRIs. We and patients, we trust these sophisticated technologies more than we trust the good old stethoscope. But now we are in the age of smart tools. We have smartphones, smart bags, smart lamps, and smart homes. How about a smart stethoscope? What would that look like, and how useful would it be? Can the smart stethoscope revive the dying stethoscope? Can it compete against Echo, for example?
Hello and welcome. I'm Hussein Hishmet, Professor of Cardiology and an Interventional Cardiologist. And welcome to the 10th episode of CardioBuzz, a weekly podcast where I select practice-changing research, cardiology news, products and guidelines and present them to the busy clinician. This week, I came across a research in Lancet Digital Health. It was published last January. Researchers from the UK NHS tested a commercially available stethoscope. It's called ECHO, E-K-O, ECHO DO. It's made by an American company. This stethoscope has two earpieces on one side, like the standard stethoscope, but the other side has neither a cone nor a diaphragm. Instead, there is a rectangular aluminum plate that can be placed on the chest in different spots to capture sounds and signals. This stethoscope can amplify the sounds 32 times. The sounds can be displayed visually to, on a smartphone application via Bluetooth. It can also record single lead ECGs based on the orientation of the device. And that single lead ECG can also be displayed on the mobile app. The device, the device has been there for some time, but the new thing here is that the ECG signal can be processed using artificial intelligence software that was developed by Mayo Clinic, and it can detect a low ejection fraction. The initial algorithm of Mayo Clinic needed a 12-lead electrocardiogram, and it was validated to detect a low ejection fraction in the U.S. population and in the Russian population. The newer version of the computer algorithm, with the help of machine learning, now needs only a single lead ECG from the ECHO stethoscope to detect an ejection fraction less than 40. In the published paper in Lancet Digital, the researchers recruited 1,050 patients who were referred for ECHO for different reasons to investigate dyspnea, peripheral edema, fatigue, and chest pain, or even for screening because of hypertension, arrhythmia, stroke, or suspected valve disease. All the participants had 15 seconds of this single-lead ECG acquired using the ECHO stethoscope. Ejection fraction, of course, was measured afterwards by an ECHO, and it was used as the ground truth, and the primary outcome of the study was the performance of the artificial intelligence ECG stethoscope at detecting a reduced ejection fraction of less than 40. How accurate was the smart stethoscope in detecting an ejection fraction by echo less than 40%? The overall sensitivity was 72% and the overall specificity was 86.4%. The positive predictive value was 35%, but the marvelous finding was the negative predictive value of 98.4%. The accuracy was not affected by age, gender, or ethnicity. I'd like to remind you that the accuracy of the classic examination, even in the hands of an experienced cardiologist, is in the range of 50 to 60%. Having a stethoscope that can literally exclude an ejection fraction less than 40 because of its very high negative predictive value is a breakthrough in cardiology for several reasons. 
It shows you how artificial intelligence interpretation is way beyond the capacity of the human skill. This stethoscope is way cheaper than an echo. It can be used at the point of care by cardiologists, general practitioners or even nurses to screen for heart failure. We can be more selective in referring patients for echo and even more selective in referring patients for a pro-BNP. Now, 80% of heart failure patients are diagnosed only when they are hospitalized for a worsening event with all the drastic consequences of hospitalization. This is happening despite the fact that 40% of those patients have had symptoms that should have triggered an initial assessment by a stethoscope. Therefore, if we use this digital ECG-based stethoscope, the diagnosis of heart failure can be done much earlier. This approach would be of value in low-income countries where the health systems are different and where access to cardiological care and imaging is limited. This also opens an opportunity to screen for other conditions like valvular heart disease using AI-enabled tools. I'm adding a link to the publication in the description of this podcast. If you like the content, please follow the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and on Google Podcasts. You can also write your review and rating of the show on any of these platforms. Stay tuned for the coming episode next week and enjoy your weekend. Bye.